I'm eating a Luna bar right now in my car and it tastes like actual Play-Doh. Podcast number three. Today I wanted to talk about problems that I have with the typical baseball culture, the pop culture of players and coaches in the realm of baseball. Um, the, The number one most obvious one is that weightlifting is bad for you. Weightlifting is going to make you too big and bulky to be a productive player. And that's complete and utter bullshit. Absolute nonsense. So a common theme that I want to try to work on, and and I know I have a problem with this, but I want to try to work on it over the next 20 days or so that I'm doing these podcasts, I want to try to present problems and then offer solutions to those problems. So when you come across coaches and parents who are very much against weight training because of the wrong idea that it's going to make you too big and bulky, I suggest showing them something from Eric Cressy, showing them that you can train the most elite baseball players in the world, and as long as you have the right methods behind what you're doing and understand those methods and and are applying them safely to athletes, you will not only see that weight training is good for baseball players to do, you're going to see that they are going to become healthier and better baseball players than if they weren't to weight train at all. Um, That's pretty much what my career is going to be. It's going to be the constant battle of finding weight training methods that are applicable to baseball performance and making those baseball players healthier in the long run. Um, And man, I, I can't I can't tell you how many times you get these stupid-ass parents who say, well, Jimmy is only 150 pounds, and he's a senior, and I never wanted him to lift weights because I didn't want him to get too stiff for baseball. It's such bullshit mindset that it, it, it just doesn't make sense. And then after wasting three or four years because... You didn't want them to get too big and bulky. They're pl- they're trying to play catch up their senior year of high school or their freshman year of college if they make it that far. And by that point, you've already missed out on several years that they could have been training properly and, and seen really good results with it. So my solution to this bullshit mindset is that you show them proper methods You show them the best baseball players in the world and you show them the best results for baseball players in the world and hopefully that changes their mind on the subject. Um, I guess the second mindset problem I have with general baseball, the general baseball population is that it's a timid mindset. It's very afraid of getting stiff. and and too bulky, it's afraid of injury, it's afraid. A timid mindset is not going to be good in baseball, it's not gonna be good in life. If you wanna date a chick and you're a timid, scared little bitch, you're not gonna date that chick. If you want to go and get a job at a big time business, you're not going to get that job if you are a timid, scared little bitch. You have to be 
courageous and you have to not fear anything when you walk into the weight room. A lot of times, the best players that I have ever had to work with are the ones who don't fear anything and then perhaps they're a little bit reckless when it comes to their form and technique and then you hone them in and then you you, you can kind of tone them down a little bit but to me if the mindset is there it's an aggressive mindset then you're going to see success if it's a scared mindset you're never going to see real success um and I, I guess this leads into the next problem I have with typical baseball culture, culture is that it's so wrapped up in mechanics without really understanding those mechanics and trusting those mechanics and trusting what your coach says so much that you rely on those to perform well in the game as opposed to relying on being a great athlete and being great at the game of baseball to perform well in a game. The best mechanical teachers in the world are coaches at driveline baseball because they have better technology to show you exactly what you're doing in your mechanics um, and, and they can prove to you why you're doing this, why this is happening. And if they can't prove it, then nobody else can prove it. They are literally the best in the world at teaching mechanics. If you don't have access to that type of technology and equipment that they have to show you mechanical problems that you have, then I think it's absolute bullshit. At the very least, you need to be looking at video if you want to address a kid's mechanics. If you're telling him, do this with his hands, do that with his front foot, you're just playing guesswork. And and then that kid is going to be guessing what he's supposed to be doing up at the plate or he's going to be trusting that, oh, if I get my front foot down now, I'm going to be a great hitter. And then he fails and he's even more confused. This happens all the damn time. And to me, if you're going to address mechanics, you need to at least have some sort of an idea of what, what the mechanics need to look like and the best way of doing that, if, if you don't have really, really great technology, everybody has a phone. Everybody has an iPhone with a decent camera. At least record them, show them what it looks like, and then see if they can figure it out on their own. And that kind of is the solution to the problem. Not just video, but allowing baseball players to figure out mechanical adjustments on their own as opposed to relying solely on the coach for those mechanical cues. I think another problem with baseball culture in general is the desire to live in the past. A fear of anything new. Oh, weighted balls. What is that? I don't understand it. It must be bad. Oh, it must cost, cause Tommy John. Oh, this guy wrote a bullshit article about how it causes Tommy John. I'm going to believe that because I fear weighted balls. Well, weighted bats, I, I bet those are bad for you. I bet that's going to make your swing longer. Like there's always a fear of something new without understanding it, reading it, reading about it, um, and, and applying it to yourself. One thing I really try to do a lot with my own training, and I, I guess I'm kind of fortunate to be able to do this, 
is I really try to experiment on myself different training modalities. So I, I go through a weighted ball routine, an aggressive velocity program. I wouldn't necessarily apply it to everyone I train, but somehow, some way, there's going to be a kid, or not a kid, a grown adult who wants to gain velocity, who's going to have a similar strength base to me and a similar background in baseball to me that still throws like shit. And maybe I will apply some things that I'm learning through experimenting. Uh, I'll I'll apply that to somebody else that I I come across. Um, Regardless, you should always try to learn. You should give things a try. Um, But at the same time, don't fall into don't fall into fads either. And I think this is another big problem with the baseball community is they see a swing trainer that is supposed to groove your swing and hit a ball and and, and it's supposed to tell you where to put your hands or you, you attach these stupid ass bands to your hip and your ankle and it's supposed to make you throw harder. Have an understanding of how the body works too. Don't just fall into fads. And I, I think the last thing that I'll touch on for today before I'm done, I've gone way too damn long today. I, I plan on these podcasts being only about five minutes long. This one's going to push over 10 minutes. So I apologize that you have to hear my bullshit, stupid voice. And I, I apologize that I've said the word bullshit about 35 times today. But the last topic is there's too much play and not enough training. This is a touchy subject because I come across a lot of kids who don't play baseball necessarily to play for a college scholarship someday or for a professional contract someday. They're not striving for that. They just want to be on a team, play the game of baseball, and enjoy it. I get that. If that's the type of baseball player that you want to be, if those are the baseball players that you coach, then you can turn the podcast off now. However... I am not in this business to train just to play and, you know, swing the bat and, and, you know, play bullshit baseball with your friends. That's not what I'm in this business for. I am in this business to try and create excellence in baseball. The strongest, most explosive, best baseball players I can possibly train. So... Wouldn't it make sense that if you want to be that level of excellence, you have to train more and play less? You have to play. Don't get me wrong. But you play 35 games in the spring, or if you're in college, you'll play 50. And then in the fall, you're going to play another 25 to 30. In the summertime, you're going to play another 25 to 30. And that's all well and good if you're already a very good baseball player or maybe you're somebody who really does need to learn the game and get more at bats but for the most part kids need to get stronger if you're wasting ages 14 15 16 17 playing games and missing out on all the lifting and explosive training that needs to be done in order to gain velocity and gain exit velo and stuff like that then you're never going to make it to that next level because you're not going to put up the numbers that are required in this day and age to get to that that scholarship level, to get to that pro contract level. Look, the reality is 
I know that there's always going to be arguments against, well, velocity versus command and exit velocity versus ability to make contact. It doesn't have to be that way, but that's how it is. And sometimes you'll come across a coach who doesn't put a lot of emphasis on the numbers, but for the most part, man, you got to put up big time numbers and showcase settings if you want to get yourself a scholarship or a, or, or a pro contract. And you're really, you're setting yourself up to fail if you're not training in the weight room and in, in doing other training methods than just playing in games to make yourself a better player. That's it for the day. Sorry for the long 13-minute podcast. Um, tune in tomorrow where I'll talk about some other nonsense crap. If you don't like it, fuck off. Peace.